The folks, yeah. folks at home almost didn't even yeah. get the show. If I, I got just, those nine minutes. Of if you got <laughs> those nine minutes of, of you talking about yeah, hut challenges. Uh, I just smashed that record button. You know what that means? You know what that means? That of course means that we're live. This is the Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast. You know this is this is the only wrestling podcast online which is hosted by myself, Cameron Osborne, and my co-host Mike the Shoot Shepherd. At first, I was afraid. He was petrified. Was petrified. Uh, folks, it's Survivor Series. I will survive. Oh, you, <laughs> that's where you were going. That's where I was going. Uh, actually, See, if we had the licensing to have real music, that's what we'd lead the show in with. Yeah, I think some, you're allowed. Uh, Gloria Gaynor. I think you're allowed to put real music in a podcast form that would eventually be uploaded to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever. But it's the YouTube transition that oh, would block. Yeah. And they would just auto fucking auto. Block. Yeah, they would have yeah. something. You know what? That happened. I put a video on Instagram one time, and uh, it was like an edited video. So I used a clean recording of, you know, the power of love. That track from uh, oh, yeah. Back to the Future, of course. Of course. Um, and it was funny, like they, they Instagram took down the video very, very quickly within within a wow. minute. But they took it down because the song violated the co- copyrights, right? Pretty much, it violated yeah. the copyright in every country. <laughs> you know, you know except, for, except for the terrible ones, except for the ones where people are getting stoned and stuff like yeah. that. Um, um, but it, but I had other audio over top, and I guess the you know the algorithm was still enough that I had to go back into the video and just kind of I had to keep turning the 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 song down until Instagram didn't catch it anymore. It. it may have happened yeah. two or three times until uh, it actually worked. That's funny because I had something happen. I put a there was like a video on Instagram. I put it on Instagram and it was fine. It was like a song playing in the background. I was dancing, and then I put the same video on Facebook, and instantly Facebook just disabled the audio the video is still there but it's like can't use this track i've never had facebook disable anything but it really? disabled which it's also audio. i'm pretty sure they're owned by the like instagram is owned by facebook yeah. so you would but think that instagram that, video is still fine it's still up there it's never got flagged but yeah facebook just instant so yeah some weird. some some kind of licensing thing i don't know so yeah. uh, and i've had youtube videos get tagged before as well within five seconds of uploading them so just don't use it on YouTube anymore. Just don't use it on YouTube, folks. <laughs> folks, that's what all we're saying is don't put out uh, copyrighted infringement material. If you're going to watch yes. Survivor Series and War Games, go on the WWE Network. Yes. Give, Nine... give Vince McMahon 10 bucks a month. Yeah, he needs it. He needs it. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, yeah, we had War Games. We had Survivor Series. All hell's breaking loose. Review. Even just a few days before, fucking Adam Cole had to do a ladder match, and uh, he won. He's on a tear. He's had a he, the, he's had a crazy week and a half. Yeah, two weeks. Yeah, he's now. just been like wrestling four times a week. Fucking Over fucking worked. He's on um he's on the SmackDown or he's on the Fox SmackDown post show. He's popping up there all the time. Uh, yeah, he's just the hottest guy in the company right now. Yeah. So let's let's just get right into NXT War Games there. NXT uh, War Games number uh, this is the third kind three. of in the revival re- revived uh, War Games thing. Yeah. So uh, the pre-show, uh, Mia Yim was attacked backstage. So her spot in War Games is not looking good. Uh, and then there was this. I think this might be the first ever pre-show match. 
for NXT. I don't remember the takeovers ever having a match. Well, they but. they never did because they would have been filming. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. They other matches, weekly episodes. Right. So, so this is yeah. actually the the first uh, the first pre show pre show. Yeah. And they so kept so it you short, were all so. over it, right? Because it's yeah. uh, it's pre show action, Mike. You're all over it. <laughs> Well, I give them the respect. So Angel Garza versus Isaiah Swerve Scott. You know, two hot up-and-comers been doing well on NXT TV lately. But, um, yeah, it was a decent match. A couple fun spots. Garza gets the win with his Angel Clippers finisher, which is a cool-looking move. And then backstage, we get an update on Mia. She's loaded into the ambulance, so they need a replacement. And Rhea Ripley tells Dakota Kai that she's in. So there you go. And so that there was we the go. Now, and that was the pre-show. That's the pre-show. Let's yeah, just, kick, let's just kick off the action. We're kicking off the action. This is War Games here. Uh, for those of you who don't know what's going on, there is a, so we're going to have a couple teams coming down, and they're going to enter the ring in time intervals. There are yes. two rings side two by rings. side. Uh, surrounded in, by a double-wide double cage. By a double-wide cage. However, contrary to other cage matches, if you, if you escape the cage, uh, you actually forfeit the match yeah. like you, your you whole lose team. your whole team, whole team would lose fucked. the only way uh you can have a win is by pinfall or submission and of course the war games does not begin until every single competitor is in the ring uh yeah. so that's why we did the whole past few weeks we were doing those matches for the advantage because yeah the first team to, yeah, has for, two on one basically two on one. one and then a three on two and then a then a four on three yeah. so those advantage matches are really important oh, well it turns oh out God. We didn't even get a fucking four on three or anything because um, the big story was Dakota Kai just turning heel on her team when she's supposed to come out. She injures her partner, Tegan Knox, just starts smashing the cage into her leg and shit. So wow, two people gone. So we got four versus two right now. Ripley and Candice fighting from underneath. Um, and first, yeah, first off, before you keep moving, that was a that was a huge turn. That was yeah, Dakota. I did. I got swerved. I got swerved. I was watching it. I, I wasn't watching it live. You know, um, we I was out of the house that night. I watched it the next day. And, you know, when you're kind of you, you're watching wrestling and maybe this is a WWE thing or maybe this is a me thing. Like I'm watching WWE and I'm kind of like, OK, I don't have to necessarily pay attention right now. Or, you know, like what you're eating food or something. You're kind of looking down yeah. at your plate like I had to rewind what the fuck just happened. <laughs> uh, what a turn. It got me. It swerved you. Yeah, it was good. Good heat from the crowd. Uh, Huge. And uh, yeah, before a lot of the women, before they got in the ring, they'd grab, got some trash cans, chairs, kendo sticks. And uh, Kaylee, right? She fucking, they were just tossing these trash cans right in each other's face. It was great. <laughs> um, near the end, Candace hits a poison run off the top rope, and then fucking Io Shirai climbs up to the top of the cage, hits a moonsault off the top of the cage. So that kills like half the people in the match. Uh, Shayna Baszler pulls out some handcuffs and puts them on Rhea. But she only gets one hand locked in, and then later on, Ripley attaches the other cuff to Shayna, which leads to a really cool ending sequence where Shayna goes for a kick, Rhea ducks, and since the cuffed hands just naturally has her in position for that pump handle bomb, and she delivers it onto some seated chairs and gets the pin. So, amazing match. These women worked hard. Incredible match, and for those folks at home, if you don't know or did not know who Rhea Ripley is, like, yeah, she she's the, breakout the future of the women, of the women, and the women in NXT, every single one of them, every single woman in this match oh, yeah. was so oh, like, I didn't even mention, yeah, Bianca Belair and fucking uh, everyone. Everyone was doing their shit. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, I, oh, this was this was an incredible match all over the place. I think you did already mention that Poison Ron off the second rope. Uh, he, oh my, that was oh my god, that was yeah, huge. That was, <laughs> that was huge. Awesome. <laughs> like I'm standing yeah. out of my chair. Like uh, this was <laughs> an incredible match for. Um, 
Yeah, and this is the first ever women's war games match, right? And I think it could yeah. not have gone any better. Yeah, uh, even with the result, of course, you know, Rhea Ripley's now pinned Shayna Baszler. Yeah, which doesn't happen like That's once a year. That <laughs> happened once a year. Yeah, um, so you know, I mean, she's I guess definitely got to be in line for that title shot the next whatever. I mean, I think our next, I, I guess our next uh, takeover would be the uh, where the, uh, at the Rumble. In February. Well, so they've said that's going to be the, the World's Collide event, but it's just going to be NXT versus NXT UK or something. So, And then in God. February... They, they, think, they really like this inner brand shit, eh? Well, they're swi- apparently they're switching takeovers to Sunday now, and they're gonna com- it's going to be separate from WWE, so like not the same weekends anymore, so... Okay, that's in, that's that's interesting. That's kind of cool. I mean, you yeah. know, it, it, it lets them keep Sunday... As their yeah. day for pay-per-views instead of it being the whole weekend. I mean, I'd say a bit of a bummer for fans. You know, I think our our SummerSlam weekend was that's what it was. That's exactly it was the, the back weekend. Back, it was yeah. the Saturday night takeover. It was the Friday um, or sorry the Sunday. Yeah, I um, imagine. Well, uh, maybe for I'm sure may- like WrestleMania weekend they'll probably still do. Or I was going to say on the other side, maybe that is great for us because suddenly, uh, you know, these pay-per-views are happening in twice as many places. It's not yeah, just if, if you know true. if if a pay per views in Phoenix or you know a, one of the big four pay per views in Phoenix. It's not because uh, you know if they want to keep up with AEW, maybe NXT will be adding more pay per views now that yeah. they are really their own thing. Now I think certainly going to TV and the last month on television has really shown us that they are their own shit. I mean we've known this forever, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how it shakes out, and even now just being on live TV, they can do more things weekly, like without spoilers leaking out or have big title matches shit like that so yeah you're right i mean anytime i guess anytime a title match would have happened on nxt television like it had already happened yeah and they did do like those title changes and shit like that they would try to fool the crowd sometimes but yeah anyways some but sometimes it would happen and uh yeah which was great which was great fantastic love this yes good job ladies ladies okay (laughs) what do we have coming up next we have uh just um, a triple threat match. We have Pete Dunne, Damian Priest, and Killian Dane. Uh, winner of this match will uh, get a title opportunity the next night at Survivor Series. Yeah, yeah. This was just another, just another fantastic match. The, I remember, there's just one spot where everyone's just kicking each other over and over, and then all three men hit drop kick at the exact same time, and they just fall down. Yeah, I, I, they're, they're, they they had a couple. They had some great sequences of just those three guys. One hits one, the other hits the other, the other hits the other. It just kind of goes around in a yeah. circle, uh, which uh, is always gonna. It's always gonna be fun for the crowd. I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Priest had his. Uh, he had some like Razor Ramon inspired uh, gear on, and he he hit that Razor's Edge on Killian Dane, which got a big pop. Um, Damian Priest is a big. Big motherfucker. <laughs> That's yeah. also something I he's realized. Tall. He's very tall. When he's he was like, he was standing, but like, but you know, or around Pete Dunne and you know, a, a shorter guy and Killian Dane, a wider yeah. guy, and you're like, oh shit, you're comparable. <laughs> and did you see? I'm pretty sure Killian Dane hit a one winged angel at one point on Priest, but I don't know what he calls it, but it was definitely the same move. I think. I, I think I think I may have uh, I may have missed that. Yeah, but he kicked out. Uh, eventually, the finish comes when Dunne he hits the bitter end on Priest. Dane tries to get Dunn in the one-winged angel again, but Dunn reverses it into a sleeper. Uh, Dane jumps onto Priest, and Dunn covers him to get the three and the title shot. Yeah, just a really good match. And the title shot the next night, you know, maybe uh, it, it went a little bit long. It kind of, like, it peaked at a few times. Uh, yeah. But, of course, after the right. match we just saw, like, how do you follow that? 
<laughs> like, you're, like you kind of have to like how do you follow a match like that ah uh, well I it's mean, tough they got they got the bro versus finn balor Finn Balor. Finn Balor's first match back on NXT since yeah. like 2016 or something, I guess. Uh, so he's back with some some tattoos, baby. Yeah, it's very it's weird. It's just like on his hand, but very minimal. And there's something else I can't. I don't know. He had, he had a couple he, just he small, couple very things. small, tiny yeah, yeah, tattoos. He's back with tats. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, Matt Riddle. He's got his nice mushroom thing on his ribs. <laughs> Always. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, so middle ver- Riddle versus Balor here. Riddle, of course, he has to hit the spear into Jackhammer, which everyone loves. Uh, good back and forth match, but eventually Balor hits the 1916, which is great looking. Basically, just a big brain buster, and he gets the win. Um, he gets it after the win. You know, uh, I think at one point, like Matt Riddle did the classic. You know, I think Finn Balor was going up for the coup de gras, and then. Uh, um, you know, Matt Riddle jumped out. You know, jumped out of the way as usually happens. I think uh, maybe we're done with the. Maybe, I think we're done with the coup de gras. He didn't hit it, and then I don't think we've seen a non coup de gras finisher from Finn Balor, like ever. I, <laughs> I, uh, I, I yeah, can't like picture he's, that. He's used this move a few like a, before, but yeah, I think it's a good looking move. It can be used as a finisher, so stick with it. Why not? Yeah, definitely. Why not? I mean, and you know, I don't I don't like Finn Balor. I don't think Finn Balor's finisher is uh, exciting enough. At least this is a little more exciting. Yeah. Why not? So stick with it, Finn. You've heard it. Um is Finn is Finn Balor in a uh so you know, so he gets his first big win match. Uh what's what where is he coming next? Um I don't know. He could, uh I don't know. Either North American title or something maybe. Go after Roddy. Go after Roddy. I don't cool. know what he wants. I don't yeah. know what he wants. Yeah, we'll have, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Um, but, I also like. I never noticed. I never noticed. Maybe you noticed before. Moro Anello. Um, like when Matt Riddle does the go to sleep, he calls it the bro to sleep. Oh yeah. Have you yeah. noticed? I I didn't notice that before. Uh, <laughs> before Saturday. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, he's been doing that for a little while. I okay. think. Okay. Okay. But yeah, even more appropriate in Chicago. Exactly. But um, main event time. Main event. We have the men's war games match here, um, but we still don't know. It's uh, there's still no fourth partner for the team Champa. So at the beginning, at least. So we've only got four versus three, but we do eventually find out that it's returning Kevin Owens coming back for just at least one night here. I was yeah, that was that was a huge pop. I was not expecting. Uh, yeah, crap, Ke- I was not. not expecting Kevin Owens to come in. Yeah, and fucking at one point he teases that package pile driver oh, like he's gonna hit him been so cool. onto the steel between the ropes, but no, Adam Cole gets out. But then he hits Owens with a Panama Sunrise onto the steel. So if they let him do that, just let him hit the package pile driver. You know what? That looked. I was about to say. I think that one <laughs> he took it pretty hard on the head. It seemed. I was gonna say. I think that um, one's more painful for Adam Cole. It really looks like you land on your like your tailbone. Yeah, yeah, but um, that's not the only punishment he would take. Uh, <laughs> Eventually, we get a bunch of tables set up in the ring. So uh, there's like four or five tables. Everyone's going through spots at once. Dominic choke slams uh, through one. Owens does a frog splash through another. Keith Lee does a power bomb off the top rope through the next. And then we got Ciampa and Cole, who have both ascended to the top of the cage. Uh, Ciampa grabs Cole, and it's a, it's a little scary up there. He's like He's holding hold, on to the chain. On to and the it's chain. Like, that's not a stable chain. It's like moving back and forth. Cole's hanging on him for dear life, and then Ciampa hits a fucking 
Air raid off the cage through two tables. Probably the the spot of the year, the most insane. Just the angle that you come down, the way Ciampa had to protect him on that move. That was crazy. A lot of, a lot of, yeah, there's a lot there. Yeah, and that's enough for Ciampa to get the three count. And uh, they they show Britt Baker in the crowd looking concerned. And Moro Ronaldo even points her out by name, which is very interesting. Points her up by name. News flash on that one, though. I did actually hear some news on that. So apparently the NXT uh, cameraman did not know who Britt Baker was, did not know what she looked like, did not know that she works for another company. Um, so just kind of held it on her because she was an emotional, good-looking wrestling fan. Uh, of course, Moro Inalo did take the, uh, <laughs> so, the initiative um, to say, "Hey, Brett Breaker." If you are, if you are though curious though for those at home, uh, Triple H reached out to Britt Baker after NXT War Games and told her um, that you know y- you were on the show because of your reaction. Nobody knew who you were. I'm so sorry, and he really hopes this doesn't bring Britt Baker any heat. Uh, and loves what she's doing in her own work. So there you have it. Yeah, I had I, I had to interject that. I'm glad you caught that too, uh, because I yeah. caught that, and I'm like, no, no way, no way. <laughs> Either way, yeah, you know, a concerned girlfriend. I think it happened. Uh, I, I fuck. I feel like it happened another time. Also, she was there before, but I think she was just like they didn't focus on her she was just in the front row and they kind of caught her on camera or something yeah you know they didn't acknowledge her that's got to be awkward right you know i feel like there's there's gonna have to be a thing like uh like the hall of fame night or something there's a couple yeah like there's a couple cross dating like did uh, you see (laughs) this was on this was on the on cm punk's first episode on the uh fuck i forgot figure out the show's called backstage backstage um they're talking about uh they're talking about seth rollins of course right and talking about (laughs) roman reigns and renee mentions you know those guys in the shield who started with you or like you know those uh you started with seth rollins roman reigns and then cm punk just interrupts her like those guys in the shield like which one's your favorite and renee just kind (laughs) of laughs and shrugs to the camera she's like i like them all (laughs) it was a great moment i'm glad uh i'm glad it's happening it's glad it's happening forever yeah, that's funny. Uh, yeah, there you have it. Sorry, sorry. That was, that was a little bit in the middle. Yeah, Adam Cole's oh, last two pay-per-views have ended with him smashing through two tables. Yeah, just dying <laughs> off the <of> <laughs> Just dying. Nobody is working harder than Adam Cole. Nobody is more over than Adam Cole. Uh, and he's then he has to wrestle the very next night. He has to wrestle the very next night. Uh, between this, he's probably filming some kind of doing some kind WWE. of charity event in the middle. Filming some kind of interview. I saw him on... 24-7 special. Yeah, he was on the uh, WWE's Instagram. They're promoting the Black Friday sale. Uh, (laughs) Pay Uh, pay that man. I don't know how much he's getting paid. Buy some merch. I don't know how much he's getting paid, but but pay him, please. Yeah. Pay the man. Man, and um, and that was our main event to uh, you know, what is probably the th- the third straight fantastic war games paper. Yeah, well, there's there's never been a bad takeover, so I can't say um, <laughs> like you know some what? are yeah, some are better than others, but uh, never been a bad show. And it's hard, you know. I feel like I feel like we're leaving every takeover go, you know, asking ourselves, was this the best <laughs> takeover ever? <laughs> five, I mean, even on tonight's card, five matches. I give two of them a fucking a plus. Yeah. Yeah, both war games matched. I guess delivered. four the matches. Triple threat match four, was great. Four matches, right? If you don't count yeah. the pre-show. Yeah. No, everything was. Everything did well. Did more than well. Did a whole fucking ocean. <laughs> yeah. There you have it. There you have it. That was uh, that was our takeover. Um, 
our takeover war games. Should we just should we just keep rolling on through? Yeah, let's just keep going because the that was the civil war. Now we've got the 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 world war, I guess. Oh, that's, okay. Yeah, I see I what know. you're doing. You're sticking with it. Yeah. So who's gonna survive the series of matches here? We've got a um, couple unannounced matches they threw on the pre-show. The tag team interbrand battle royal. Um, it just ended up coming down to uh, heavy machinery, street profits, the crowd favorites. But Rude and Ziggler ended up getting the win. So. Uh, that counts as a point for... It's a pre-show point? It's a pre-show point, but it counts for the whole score. I don't even remember what team Rude and Ziggler are on. <laughs> SmackDown, right? I'm going to say Smack. I'm going to say they're on SmackDown. <laughs> but, yeah. So so that's the thing. They didn't... Uh, thankfully, they didn't all have the stupid t-shirts Oh, this I was year. so thankful. Like, yeah. that's my worst... Like that's the least... That's the worst part about Survivor Series. Yeah. Some teams, like, you know, they'd wear the blue color or they, yeah, they just, had armbands. Yeah, just wear the color. Don't wear yeah. the fucking, the whole thing. I remember there was, what was it, I think it was maybe two Survivor Series ago when it was Triple H is on Team Raw, but he's yeah. still wearing his Triple H gear, so now he just looks like he's... <laughs> he's he, the only one. Yeah. He's the only one. And you're like, what the fuck are you doing? They're like, hey, Trips, can I take my... Sh no. You gotta wait. It's like, shirt. we know who you are. We If you're yeah. two people fighting, we'll figure it out. We'll <laughs> everyone, everyone knows, but... Uh, anyways, we get another bonus match. Leo Rush defending his cruiserweight title against Kalisto and Tazawa. So, uh, yeah, this is actually a pretty good match. Crowd got into it by the end, but Leo Rush hits his final hour frog splash to retain his title and get a point from NXT. I noticed they're calling it the, uh, the NXT Cruiserweight Championship now. Yeah, um, so hopefully. I heard some shit. That's also, for the best. I also heard something last week that uh, last week's 205 Live, they kind of at a last minute decided not to air it. Um, it was something that was airing exclusively on the network, and maybe the day before they just decided they were going to scrap that week's episode. Uh, so maybe yeah, maybe I a sign of things to come. Yeah, it's for yeah. the best to just absolve the roster into NXT. and Yeah, Leo, Leo Rush has been doing well, so... Yeah, title, or just yeah, and just kind of include them there. If you want to keep guys like Tazawa or Kalisto on the main roster, sure, but yeah. maybe ship them down uh, where they can at least kind of compete for that thing. Yeah, but then, yeah. but but see, the weird thing, the weird thing about moving that cruiserweight over to NXT, I think, is that I feel as though all of NXT's top dudes are all under two hundred five pounds, like all in that <laughs> same category, right? Like Adam Cole, yeah. Adam Finn Cole's Balor. Finn Balor, uh, yeah. Ciampa. Johnny Gargano, yeah, no, definitely, you know, yeah. short of short of you know Matt Riddle, who's a tall, big, tall dude, or Keith Lee, who's just three hundred something. Uh, yeah, that that would be a weird kind of thing. Yeah, and I mean they could if they wanted to do that to try and elevate the title or something. But yeah, you put that thing on. Uh, you put that thing on Finn Balor. Next yeah. Thing you know. yeah, you never know. Uh, but then the the main event of the pre-show. Still the pre-show. <laughs> the, the, don't start calling it the main. I know. No, no. <laughs> well, well, I mean, this was the best match of the pre-show. We had the Viking Raiders versus the New Day versus the Undisputed Era, the Battle of the Tag Team Champions. Um, this ended up being really fun. Fun match. All three teams looked good, but the Viking Raiders uh, stood out the most, and they ended up getting the win with the Viking experience. And I thought it was kind of funny on uh, the New Day. They were wearing black armbands with 
XW on it for Xavier Woods. Yeah. Like he was dying or something. <laughs> <laughs> like they're like fighting. <laughs> like it's his torn Achilles. He's not fucking. R.I.P. Xavier Woods. Hey, yeah. man, you tear an Achilles. That's going to. That's, <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's that's a, a tough injury. That's a hard one to come back from. I mean, he's he's got a lot of time to play video games. He loves that <laughs> shit. So. Yeah. Yeah. We should keep an eye on the uh, up, up, down, down championship. Uh, I'm sure that belt's going to be making the rounds like the like the tweet of the week championship. Yeah. But let's go on to the main show here. Main show. Main main show time. And we start right off with a Survivor Series, the women's traditional Survivor Series match. Um, yeah, NXT women, they got some good shine here. Bianca Belair looked great. Wait, a couple of eliminations. This one was a bit weird for me, right? Because wasn't Bianca Belair on the other team? Yeah, so they they kind of did a promo the, the night before, like Rhea Ripley after. She was like, yeah, I was impressed with Bianca and EO, so they're on my team. And Candice was my buddy, so she's on the team. And Tony Storm, I know her from the UK, so she's on my team. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm, I must have missed the little promo, but yeah, that was a little weird. Yeah. So anyways, so that's why we had that. Uh, yeah, Kyrie Sane and EO Shirai had a standoff. Crowd was super into that. But Kyrie got eliminated early on, which pissed off some people, including Asuka. And then her and Charlotte get mad at each other, so Oscar sprays Charlotte with the green mists, and that allows Lacey Evans to hit the woman's right, picking up a big elimination on Charlotte. And then Oscar just walks off, bailing on her team, so that's another elimination for SmackDown, or another member eliminated. Um, and then at one point, Io Shirai and Candice get taken out of the match, and we don't even really see what happened. Like, I don't know, did you see how it, they got hurt? No. Allegedly. I didn't see like, anything. They didn't even show a replay, so they just kind of, they're hurt, they get taken out. So eventually it comes down. Natalia is the last member of Raw. Sasha Banks, the last member of SmackDown. And Rhea Ripley, the last of NXT. So Sasha and Natty look like they're going to team up. And then the boss turns on her, eliminates her. So it's down to Banks and Ripley is the final two. And then Io and Candice come back out. But they're not like officially back in the match, I guess. But anyways, they help Ripley. They hit like a drop kick. And Rhea Ripley hits the riptide on Sasha Banks to pick up the big win for Team NXT. So another big night for Ripley, just looking like a star. Good win. Yeah, maybe it w- maybe it was an angle. Yeah, like I didn't think it was a real injury, but like it was just it was weird that they didn't catch the spot or I don't know, but whatever. Um, Anyways, well, I think I, I can't remember. We we did say one. We did mention one team last week, and it was just they were just going to lose by imploding, and maybe maybe that's what ended up happening to this uh this raw t- this raw women's team. The best way to the best way to book it is just have them hate each other, and <laughs> yeah. then the other guy, the other the other team can figure it out. Making the NXT women look super strong in the process. Yeah, like even the ones that were eliminated looked good there with Bianca Belair and yeah. EO and Candice didn't even get pinned. So whatever. I guess Tony Storm got the least amount in this match, but even still, she she had a little bit going. Why not? But anyways, uh, moving on to your most hyped match. I was hyped. Uh, I believe you said, and it was, yeah, Nakamura versus Roddy Strong versus AJ Styles. But uh, the biggest travesty was during Roddy's entrance. Did you catch this? When he's in the ring, he's getting, he's ready, the crowd's pumped up, and right when he's about to do the boom, they cut the music off as the next guy comes out. Oh, really? And the whole crowd was like, (gasps) and then Roddy's face is like, what? You stopped the boom. Well, they literally right before the boom. You think Fit Finley has ever watched a takeover? He doesn't know what the fuck's going on. It's like the (laughs) song's just still going. (laughs) Okay, change. (laughs) It was so funny. The way the crowd reacted, it was just like, but anyways, the match itself ended up delivering great wrestling all around. All three guys 
Uh, Sami Zayn, I loved in this match. He was, I like him. I'm liking him more in this. <laughs> so is this he just like just permanently <laughs> injured now, or what's going on with? I Sammy? don't know, but just like yeah, he's pulling Nakamura out of the ring to recover, fanning him off with his hat and shit. I love it. But I would like to see him wrestle too if he's not hurt. So I don't know. I but, think um, Sami Zayn's kind of got the the dream job right now, right? You were he worked really hard and really physically for the first, you know, ten years, fifteen years of your life. <laughs> Yeah. And now you just kind of get to get paid. Yeah, he's hanging out. Hang uh, out, yeah. He doesn't have to go to the Saudi Arabia show. He he's literally not allowed to go to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> he's literally, he has a built-in excuse. He, has a, like, he doesn't have to say, like, oh, sorry, <laughs> boss, like, I'm sick. Yeah. He's like, no. He's like, hey, Sammy, uh, sit this one out, pal. Yeah, he's like, all a, right. It's, it's illegal for me to go there. <laughs> I They uh, will kill me. Yeah. But eventually, Nakamura and AJ are battling in the ring. AJ hits the phenomenal forearm, but Roddy comes in, tosses AJ out, steals the pin, gets the win. Uh, so, another win for NXT. I don't know what the score is, but uh, yeah, good for Roddy. I guess it's two. Or, no, two, uh, three. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I know what I, I have the final score. Do, I have the final do, score does it matter? Probably not. Uh, yeah, this. I, I. Hey, man, this. This was real exciting. I guess I should have figured out that this would probably end up being a. Uh, a shorter match, you know, because of course the other matches are gonna be super long. We have some tight, we have some yeah. title matches on the line too that we need to get to, but this delivered. Yes. Yeah, no, this is good. But uh, yeah, our first title match of the night: Adam Cole taking on Pete Dunne. I just don't get and why. Like, why don't get why this was kind of included? I think because Raw had their heavyweight title and SmackDown had their heavyweight title, so NXT should have their heavyweight title. Okay. <laughs> Good. You know, every other title. That's good enough. Uh, yeah, hey, no, I buy, I buy it. I do remember thinking, like, fuck, man, all these, all, yeah. the entire NXT roster is pulling double duty. Well, I wouldn't complain because this was an amazing match. This was my match of the night, I think. Culver's done here. Perfect. Uh, yeah, Cole, just the hot streak continues. Mm -hmm. Both men, both men working with injuries. He, Cole had his ribs taped up and his wrist is still fucked up. Uh, Dunn had his knee taped up. but uh, All taped up. Uh, yeah, yeah the, the Panama Sunrise uh, on the apron. That was you yeah, know, that was crazy. Huge bump. We had the uh, we had Dunn going for a moonsault, and Cole super kicks him in the head midair. Uh, so that was another fucked up spot. But uh, eventually, yeah, Pete Dunn goes for his finisher, but Cole's able to reverse it midair into a Panama Sunrise. Um, then he hits that last shot to pick up the win and retain his title. Awesome match. You know, it's hot. It's fun to see. It's fun to see uh, Panama. Yeah, crowd was hot for it, man. They were all over this match. Oh, of course, right? This is, it's just not the type of match you see in a normal, you know, Raw ring or SmackDown ring. You know, it's just yeah. it's not it's not the type of bout you're going to see, and these two guys are going to bring it every single time. Yeah, and the crowd knows, man. The la Even the people who didn't know over the last few weeks, they know who Adam Cole is now, and he's definitely... Yeah, I don't people know how you buying. don't know who Adam Cole is, but uh, yeah. apparently there's some people out there. And his father, Michael Cole, was calling the match. <laughs> so that, that sign was the best sign. <laughs> I don't remember what it said, but it was just like, it was something, something like... Something along. It was something about Michael Cole being Adam Cole's yeah. dad. Yeah. It was perfect. Like daddy's home. Like, I don't know. It was, it was something like but, that. <laughs> something funny. Um... Then you we think get we're, we we're going to get a storyline one time, like, you know, in like five, ten years, whenever Adam Cole <laughs> makes up to the main roster? If they want to. Uh, I mean, no, but do you think they're going to do it? 
I don't know. They could tease it. I don't mean I don't tease know. it, Mike. I do. I, I mean, mean they, do you think uh, they? That, uh, do you think that eventually, I, at one point, <laughs> they will have a Michael Cole as Adam Cole's father? I can't father? say no to any idea. That. So you're saying yes. You're everything. What was that? What was that song that Lewis wrote? It was every, everything, everything but, but no. Was it yes. yes. <laughs> Well, I didn't say no, so take it how you will. Okay, okay. I can't say no. I can't say no to anything in WWE. Not, definitely not in WWE. With, within Vince McMahon's lifetime, yeah. will it's there possible. be a Michael? <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> but let's get to the Universal title match, the new blue title. Um, so we got The Fiend defending against Daniel Bryan here, but uh, the red light's still here. It's not blue light, but... No, this was, uh, I'd say this was probably The Fiend's best match so far. I liked it. Daniel Bryan, he embraced the yes movement. He went full on babyface. And unlike Rollins, the crowd was into him. And uh, <laughs> he only hit one running knee finisher. So he only got kicked out of once. So it didn't make him look ridiculous. Um, and he goes for a second running knee later. But Bray catches him in the mandible claw, which knocks Bryan out. The Fiend wins. But yeah, Bryan's just such a good babyface. He had people booing The Fiend, and he's one of the most popular characters. Yeah, you know it's uh you know and, and Daniel Bryan can work with anybody. We know that. Yeah, like this is a seven minute match, but it was just good. You know, he had you believe him for a second when he hits that knee, and yeah, just fun, fun stuff. And the and you know the yes movement is back, like we just said. I think yeah, so. He I think, embraced it. The crowd I, was loving him. I think the next pay per view is TLC in early December. Yeah. I think. Yeah, a couple of weeks from now. Uh, you know, so maybe 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 these two are gonna dance again as it were <laughs> who knows yeah, yeah. and uh, i don't know we need an opponent for the fiend either way either way brock might not be there uh well no he's on raw brock's on raw so that's okay now right no, i mean i mean at the pay-per-view on... oh yeah I mean, okay I mean, <laughs> brock might not even defend his title uh, probably Son not bitch. probably not um unfortunately um but yeah let's move on here uh one of the matches that i thought could have been the main event but it's right here um, the men's survivor series match um but i gotta say the biggest bullshit of this match happened at the very beginning when the crowd is going super hot for walter he's in there he's having a couple spots and then he gets eliminated within right like, the first off two minutes the bat. and the crowd did not like that i didn't like that this is uh, i don't know not a good look but everyone still loves walter but um yeah, most of this match was pretty fun. Rollins was the most hated man in the room. Every single time, he was just—he <laughs> was making it, 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 it. Just reminds me of you know two years ago Roman Reigns. Yeah, that, it's that exactly. same thing. It's like any time he does any offense, people either people boo just or boo yeah, just don't react everything. at all. Um, yeah, Randy Orton and Ciampa had some good exchanges. They—they they, they seem like they could have a really good feud down the line somewhere. And Keith Lee, of course, he was super over. Mustafa Ali, he had some good shit, and Rollins eliminated him, which got one of the biggest chorus of boos. Just Rollins, like you said, doing anything. Uh, and, of course, we have to... Every Survivor Series match, someone has to turn on each other. So Corbin and Roman, they go at it, and Corbin's eliminated because he gets Superman punched or something. <laughs> it was uh, something It was something like that. I think he got <laughs> Superman punched over the thing. Yeah. And then eventually it comes down to Seth Rollins left for Raw, Roman Reigns for SmackDown, and Keith Lee for NXT. And Rollins, he even started healing it up near the end of the match. He's like, I built NXT. I'll tear it down. Oh, I'll burn it down. Yeah. And then he goes for a curb stomp on Lee, but Lee catches him and hits this Death Valley Drac Hammer move and gets the three count on Rollins. So that's a huge, huge moment for Lee. Crowd was loving it. People are going nuts now. So it's just down to Keith Lee and Roman Reigns. And uh, 
They had a good back and forth. I think Lee even kicks out of some Superman punches. And then he goes for that moonsault off the second rope, but Roman avoids it, hits the spear, and picks up the win for SmackDown. But good match. Keith Lee looks like a star even in the loss. Yeah, I can't remember the last match I enjoyed where Roman Reigns was the last one there. <laughs> was the last yeah. one there. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, I, 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 the, the Walter elimination, you just couldn't believe that. I think I feel like NXT Yeah, UK, I was excited when they announced the team. Like, oh, Walter, he might be one of the last guys in the match, but nope. I mean, it's probably, it's probably been over a year since, like, Walter's even lost a match. Yeah, I don't think he's ever been pinned, like on anything like, to do I mean, with he, and, and even he can be like eliminated second just not first yeah and uh, yeah like the crowd was so into it they were chanting walter right to start the match and yeah right, it's too bad took it away took it away from it's us too bad but uh there you go roman did i don't know did yeah. you see uh roman he, he, his uh his logo looks different now have you seen that so uh remember it know. used to be like uh, on the vest? yeah on the vest it was it kind of looked like that little shield looking thing right it was kind of like yeah. squiggly lines with like a double r yeah and then they put a, like a, a like a silhouette of him in a superman punch pose oh in the middle but oh, yeah. but now it's a, a outlined face of the you know like the big like the the, the big dog? the big dog <laughs> graphic oh, that no. they have now it's <laughs> a <laughs> Now it's one of those things like that. So, uh, folks, keep your eye on WWE.com, WWEshop.com. Uh, if you want to pick up your, your latest uh, Roman Reigns merch, let's move on. Yes. Let's move on to Use the, the next promo one. code Shoot Brothers. Use the promo code Shoot Brothers <laughs> for 35% off your yes. Roman Reigns t shirts yeah. and Roman Reigns hair grease. Uh, you buy three shirts and get a can of Roman Tub. Reigns hair grease. Slab of that. For free. Uh, dapper. Rains and you, you, you'll always look like you just got out of the shower. Yeah. <laughs> Hoo-ah. Let's move. On. Let's move on to the next match. Because uh, Brock Lesnar's yes. back. Yes, this was one of my most anticipated matches of the night. Uh, Brock Lesnar taking on Rey Mysterio. No holds barred for the WWE Championship. Because I was a believer. I was a believer in this match. They had me believing. Uh, right away, Ray goes for that pipe, but Lesnar blocks him and starts tossing him all around the ring until our boy Dominic comes out and he's got the towel. He's ready to throw it in to save his father, but Brock grabs him and he's ready to beat him up. And then Ray sneaks up behind, hits a big low blow, and then Dominic hits a low blow. So everyone's going nuts. Everyone's now. Ray's, going nuts. Yeah, Ray starts beating the shit out of Brock with the pipe. Dominic nails him with a chair, and then they hit a father and son, double 619. Dominic goes to the top rope, hits a frog splash. Ray hits a frog splash. They both pile on Brock for the pin. Crowd's going wild. I was going nuts. I thought this was it. <laughs> I thought this was it. They had me worked. Brock kicks out at two. I'm like, fuck. And then Lesnar recovers. He tosses Dominic away. Ray tries to jump onto him, but he's caught, and he eats an F5, and Brock gets the pin to retain the title. But this was fun, very fun, six, seven minutes, whatever it was. I thought Ray should have won the title here. The crowd would have exploded. Would have been one of the biggest moments of the year. It would have been huge if yeah. Dominic. I was believing. I had. I believed when he had that double, that double team six one nine frog splash. I thought this could be it. And yeah, and the the double team was just kind of a fun. You know, the double team angle is fun and just had you know the family implication there. Yeah. Uh, you know, it it would it would it would have meant a lot, and it was uh it was great. You know, uh it's 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 great to see all these Brock Lesnar matches that we always see at Survivor Series. Are always these yeah, matches. Yeah, he just does, he just fights a little guy, and it's always a lot of where, fun. Where 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 it's not just kind of five or six F fives. 
Yeah, because they give you hope. They make you think. A exactly. Bit you know, Brock Lesnar will sell for smaller dudes. Yeah. You know, for whatever it is. You know, when Brock wants to put on a good match, he can put on a good match. Yeah. So yeah, it was fun, but yeah, who knows? Who knows where Brock goes from here? Mm-hmm. Who know? Hopefully who knows where Seth Ray goes? Who knows where Dominic goes from here? <laughs> well, we'll find out. Is where Ray Dominic goes gonna turn heel on Ray, on his dad? Uh, I don't. I hope not. Are we gonna see more six one nine? See, that's what I'm saying. Bring well, Dominic uh, in. We'll see. Either way, he's shown he can do a couple moves. He can take some bumps. So we'll see what the kids got. But <sighs> uh, yeah, surprisingly, I didn't think this was gonna be the main event. But we had uh, the man Becky Lynch taking on Bailey, taking on Shayna Baszler. Uh, have you yeah, nothing? Have you noticed? So uh, Bailey, the new Bailey, uh, she she's a she's a belt carrier. She doesn't she, she's yeah. not a wrap it around her waist. And uh, I don't know if you know. I know where you're going with this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know if you've <laughs> noticed, Mike, but her, the new outfit, the way <laughs> yes, uh, it says Bay, and now on one line, and then Lee on the other side, right? So uh, yeah. the the B A Y L E Y. So of course the B and the L line up vertically, the uh, the L and the Y line up vertically, and also the A and the E <laughs> would line up vertically, uh, right atop a big shiny W. Yes, so I did see that. Um, she was wearing it around her neck for a while, but she did actually wear it around her waist for this pay-per-view here. And so. right in front of all of us. AEW. AEW. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I don't know. This match, I thought it was in a tough spot. You know, after right after everyone wanted to see Ray win and he lost, the crowd was kind of sucked. The air was sucked out a bit, and this match never really got going too much. Um uh, I don't know. Yeah, it just didn't, you know, right when, right near the end, it started to get exciting, and then it just kind of suddenly ended when Bailey goes for an elbow drop off the top, and Baszler catches her in the Cure Fuda clutch, and Bailey taps out. So fucking stupid Shayna Baszler wins the main event. Uh, and then afterwards, Becky just hits a leg drop through the announce table onto Shayna. I was thinking maybe Ronda Rousey might show up here, and that's why they put it on the main event, but it did not happen. Yeah, mm. no, you're right. It it did. It, it certainly the crowd. The crowd was gone after that. After that very yeah. quick Brock Lesnar match, uh, yeah. some, somehow somehow the crowd was gone. Um, yeah, and the match itself just wasn't too. You know, nothing too over the top happened. Nothing too memorable. You know, and having Shayna Baszler go over also. Yeah, exactly. Like Becky didn't eat the pin. I didn't think she would, but um, yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, the final score was four points for NXT, two for SmackDown, and only one for Raw. Ooh. So, NXT gets a strong win, which I did like. We did. I think we, we thought that would we, we thought that could happen, too. Just, you know, yeah. let them, uh, let them run, it did. run wild. Yeah, I feel like at the end, it did end up feeling like a more meaningful Survivor Series in, like, the past two or three years or whatever. Like, NXT winning at least puts some focus on them. People are going to tune in to see... Adam Cole, I'm sure, made a lot of new fans. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. No, uh, we'll be we'll be really curious to see what these Wednesday night war, uh, you know, numbers will be because last week's last week's NXT beat AEW for the first time. Yeah, it was another close one. Like the, yeah, like when AEW narrowly beat them that that, that one week. Now and NXT narrowly beat them, but they're they're going steady. Yeah, um, yeah, the, yeah, we'll see. This week's number will definitely be interesting. Because you know, I mean, of course, with like the Survivor Series buildup, you can only you you can only bring Roman Reigns on your show once, and, then, and they just kind of did that, right? Now we're back to yeah. it being NXT. Yeah, now there should be no more invasions for a while. Yeah, uh, yeah. Be... Now we're back to just like the way it was. But also... people, 
What are you going to say? Yeah, now people will be like, hey, that Keith Lee guy, I should check him out, or mm -hmm. things like that. Rhea Ripley, I want to see her. Exactly. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, that I, I want to see more of um, William Regal. William yeah. Regal made his face present, of course. When he the was only the only good general manager. The, the, the best, I mean, the only general manager, the, really. The best, uh, yeah, the best GM there is in the whole. He only comes in when he's absolutely needed, when chaos is out of control. So he's like, "Fuck, you want chaos? I'll give you chaos." War games. War games. <laughs> <laughs> when he's doing crazy shit like that. <laughs> Got a new title. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Speaking of new titles, I forgot to mention that uh, the Intercontinental Championship. Was, oh yes. Uh, uh, Probably the only title that didn't need a redesign, but <laughs> the, but it, no, the new one actually looks fine. But yeah, the Intercontinental title was legendary. It looked so cool. Know. Yeah. Yeah. So if that was the U.S. title replacement or something else replacement, but anyways, whatever. We got a new belt. And I also looks kind of like NXT I, I, style. I also read somewhere, or I was uh, yeah, I was reading an article somewhere that um, it was Cody Rhodes who brought in that that white title. Yeah. Well, he brought it back. He brought yes. it back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, and apparently that I've heard that the design for that version of the Intercontinental title, like WWE didn't create it, so they've like paid for the license to use it or something. So, like maybe the, they the, wanted the current an original, the current, no, the the white one they just got rid of. Yeah, so like, yeah, what what I what I read was um it was you know bits and parts of an interview with Cody where he said that he wanted to bring it back, and so he had to like go to a belt designer spend his own money and make it and then bring it to the pitch meeting of like this is what this thing should look like and yeah. he said of course like WWE reimbursed him uh for the money he spent but uh you know he was he was he was passionate about bringing back this old design yeah maybe Nakamura did the same thing maybe he he, he had brought in a bunch of money <laughs> he could and have, got a rebound. Yeah, it, it'll take some time. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I forget what it looks like. That's kind of the thing. It's kind of generic. It's, it's just it's black, black and gold. with some gold in there where at least, you yeah. know, like the big It's not a big W, which is nice. Which it a, almost looks kind of like the cruiserweight title, but just like black and gold instead of purple and silver. No, I feel... See, yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, it, just looks, it, it looks a little bit different. Maybe it's, it's going to take up some time. Yeah. Uh, does that mean they're changing the U.S. title also? Uh... Maybe I don't know. Yeah, the U.S. title is not that because I feel to me. like at least you know we had our two heavyweight belts that looked the same, but you know slight differences, and then we had our two yeah. mid card belts that they were their own thing. You know the American flag belt and the white belt. Yeah, yeah. No, every other belt matches like the tags, the women's. I guess the we, should, we just got to get used to it. That's yeah. all it is. I don't know. We'll it's see. like you know, Either it's way. like they put sponsors on NBA jerseys now. It's like ah, fuck. <laughs> if you if you asked me four years ago, I would have said this is going to be the worst thing ever. But now, I don't know. They look okay. They they're not terrible. So here's the thing. Yeah, if you were buying a jersey, would you want the sponsor on the jersey? Um, that's the thing. So some of I think some of the sponsor logos actually look pretty good, or yeah. like some of them look a lot better than others. Of course, like a a Bucks jersey just with the Harley Davidson patch there. That's a little bit weird, but like yeah. the uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers logo or their sponsor is Goodyear, which is so it's just kind of that foot with the uh, you know with the little wings that are coming out of it, yeah. and it's in the, like a nice color scheme, and you're like, oh okay, that doesn't look bad, but yeah. having and what's having, ours is having, Sun Life, right? Yeah, yeah, even Sun Life, it doesn't look you know it's just it's a small logo, it's not terrible. Would yeah. I want Bumble on my jersey? Maybe not. <laughs> why doesn't uh, Why doesn't Drake sponsor our team instead? Just the whole <laughs> or yeah, just have the little the gold uh, owl or whatever. The little it is. owl, yeah. Yeah, that would look nice. That would be gold because we're champions, so it'd be a little bit easier, right? Yeah. But anyways, anyways uh, that's an interesting 
Um, there you have it. Yeah, there you have it. I guess that yeah, we had a we had a belt change, no title changes, uh, and just a great week, a great fucking weekend of uh, yeah. Of WWE overall, stuff. yeah. Overall, everything was pretty. Everything pretty. Overall, pretty fun. Everything pretty was pretty good, good. Mike. Uh, I think it's about time we take a quick break. Yes, let's quick break, folks. We're body gonna, break. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna take a quick body break here and come back. We have <laughs> trivia. We have a tweet of the week, and of course, Monday Night Raw just happened. So stick around. Folks, yes. we're back. Hi, we're uh, we're back for the second <laughs> half of the show, the peanut butter two-hour jelly. Let's kick a let's kick the second or half jam, of our show or jam. I don't know. Yeah. Is that like a is that like a napkin feel, serviette thing? No, I think it's. I think there is a <laughs> no. real difference. Um, I won't explain, but I find. I'm gonna um, say one is. I'm I feel say, like jelly is more American and jam is. More oh, I was gonna say jam, jam is natural. Is more. I picture more of a consistency. You know, like you're getting seeds in the jam. It's like uh, you know, you know, um, honey versus honey sauce. I've never, heard, I've never heard of honey sauce ever. Well, when you get honey from McDonald's, it says honey sauce <laughs> on the okay, package. Okay, so this is McDonald's specific, is what you're saying. So when me and Michael Jordan are splitting our twenty packs. We love to slam dunk in some honey sauce. It's delicious. But anyways, trivia is why we're here. Trivia is why we're here. Trivia. Woo! Trivia. Woo! Mike, I have four honey-related questions for you. <laughs> How many honey-related <laughs> oh, questions you got for me? I have three that may or may not honey- I may or may not have honey. Mike, I got four. You got three. We're gonna we're gonna hit you with the the old Big Mac. Yeah. The combo. The double the old double Big Mac today, Mike. For you, I have War Games trivia. Oh, okay. <clears throat> um, you know, uh, <laughs> War Games. You know, of course, uh, premiered in uh, the first ever War Games match was in 1987, which was kind of fun. Way back, way way back, um, under the end, uh, it was with NWA at the Great American Bash. My question for you, Mike: Who is credited with creating the War Games match type? Uh, I, have, I, have, I have four options for you. Okay. So first, we have Jim Crockett. We have Dusty Rhodes, Paul Ellering, or Fitz Von Erich. I'm gonna say it's either Crockett. Or Dusty. Uh, uh, I'm going to go Dusty. Dusty it is. Yes. Of course, uh, yeah, the match was put under under NWA and Jim Crockett Productions, uh, mm -hmm. so he would have been kind of at the top. Dusty Rhodes that's it is. Why, that's why, yeah, that's why you almost had me with the... the, and, the, the and also, either way. And, and also, one thing uh, I didn't know is that w the first match type, this is more just fun fact for everybody, uh, it was originally called War Games colon The Match Beyond. <laughs> and yeah. the War Games part is until... You know, until the cage closes and the match actually starts, then it becomes the match beyond. <laughs> the match be Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, yeah that's a, just a little bit for you. I like that. All right. Well, speaking of uh, cages, there is a cage around the war games, of course, but um, that's not the only cage match type in WWE. Do you remember the match, the name of the match, where you have a cage made out of bamboo? Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's the, oh, fuck, the Jinder Mahal spe special. Uh, <laughs> You're on the right track. <laughs> fuck. 
Um, oh my god. Uh, yeah, I can picture the matches. It was him and R- the Rand Man, and there's another one with yeah. the Great Kali and Batista. Yeah. Yes, you you know the concept. I can picture yeah. it and the the things, and it also doesn't make any sense. <laughs> the whole match mm, yeah. type doesn't. Yeah, yeah, the oh. match, there's never been a good one. I remember so. now. It's the uh, a Punjabi prison match. That is correct. There you go. And those have been the only two, as far as uh, as far as you know. There may have been a third one. A dark but match either or way, something. They've all been awful. Because isn't it, isn't it something like? It's like two cages. There's like two it's parts, like, and then if you yeah. don't get through the second part, you have to climb it's, over. It's weird. I don't know. Yeah, it's never been fun. It's never been. It's never Anyways. been fun. Uh, Mike, I got a question for number two. Of course, Dusty Rhodes, uh, you know, the man who created the War Games, the Match Beyond match. Uh, my question for you uh, uh, um, is that Dusty Rhodes was inspired uh, to create the match after he saw which 1985 action movie? This is not This is not multiple choice, so you have to uh, okay. you gotta think about it. I'm going to say, uh, I hope I get the title right. It's like Mad Max, the Thunderdome, something. That is correct. Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Beyond Thunderdome. Of course, okay, so yes. he saw that movie, and a couple years later, put it into practice. Have you ever seen that movie? I have, of course. Yeah, Tina Turner's yes. in it. Is that the third or third Mad That's Max? That's the third. Movie? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Mad Max. They're all, they're all pretty fun. Pretty it, fun it, it's the, it's where he has to save the kids. Yeah, yeah. No, I do remember <laughs> the big Thunderdome scene. They're on like bungee cords and like flying around this big cage. Yeah. This big freak monster comes out with a helmet on or something. Yeah, and then they make fun yeah. of it in Rick and Morty. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. So on the topic of war games, war games is unique for having two rings set up at once. But we have seen a match with three rings set up at once. Three rings? Th- three rings. This was in WCW. Sounds so about you, right. <laughs> can you name the match and or the pay-per-view it was on? Yeah, I'm going to say the match is called the thing that the pay-per-view was on. You know what? I can picture... Oh, God. I can picture like a uh, a crazy... You know, I might be picturing like a Ring of Honor thing where there's actually like cages on top of cages. Um, there were no cages. Okay. Oh, so this is rings. just three rings. Three rings set up and they weren't even... It was like... It was set up like a triangle, like one and then one on top. Of okay, them. so, so like they weren't they weren't directly beside each other. Three rings. Um, uh, maybe that. Maybe 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 they called it something like three ring circus. Uh, <laughs> maybe they called it something like. Um, what what year was it? Can I get a Can I get a year? It was. This happened multiple times. Okay. Okay. Multiple times. Recurring thing. Uh, uh, I'm I'm gonna say a try. Maybe they used the word try. Um, like a. Try. Uh, you know, I'm sticking with I'm sticking with three ring circus. That's All the right. best I got. <laughs> well, you got uh, I guess one part. It was called World War Three. Ooh, okay. And uh, it was a sixty man battle royal. Sixty. And it was yeah, the rules were kind of weird. They they would have like twenty in one ring, and then the next twenty in another, and it was all weird. And I don't know, but yeah, sixty man battle royal. But so you were cool. allowed to you were allowed to. Uh... I think people could switch rings and shit, but yeah, the way they were set up, they were all connected at corners. I don't know, it was weird. But you can look up clips on YouTube if you want to see the craziness. Okay, there you go. There you go. So there you go. That was like their Royal Rumble, I guess, because the winner would either get a title or get a tunnel shot. Anyways, World War Three. Okay. Um, okay, Mike. This is where this is where the uh, this is where the questions are going to start getting a little tricky in the, in in, the, in our latter half of our of our trivia okay. right here. Um, uh, the question I have for you, I'm going to give you. Uh, I'm gonna give you or out of the following, 
Which two of the following stables slash tag teams have been a part in the most War Games matches? I'm going to give you a list of five, and I'm looking for two. Okay. Okay? Uh, Just to give you context, there have been nine official, like, non-house show War Games matches. Okay. Okay. So that's what we're counting by nine. Yeah, nine. yeah. Because uh, like the war games thing was brought in, and they would do it at the Great American Bash, which was like a week long event. So they would just go like bam, 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 bam. Oh, okay. And then uh, like in the late '80s, and then they did the same thing at Fall Brawl in the uh, mm-hmm. in the in the early '90s. So we're not counting these because they were just kind of like. Okay, I wouldn't know all that shit anyway. Ah, well, yeah, okay, well then, fun fact for you. So out of <laughs> so the nine, good. I'm looking yeah. for two of these five teams. Here we go. First, we have the Road Warriors. We have the Four Horsemen, the NWO, the Undisputed Era, and the Midnight Express. I'm going to go with the Horsemen and the Undisputed Era. Bay Bay, you got it. Both of them have been in three official... Uh, like, uh, you know, non-house show war games matches, uh, yeah. and the Road Warriors were in two. All right. And uh, Midnight Express and NWO, I just I just goofed you on that one. Ah, that was good. Fun goof. <laughs> Fun goof. <laughs> but you didn't get me. But um, let's see if you can get this one. Okay. We've been talking about cages and shit like that. So this match has only happened once in the WWE. We had a regular cage set up with a Hell in a Cell set up outside of it. What? And then you had dogs on the uh, in between the two cages. These these supposed to be ferocious guard dogs. Were they like pit like big old pit bulls or something? Uh, I think they were like German shepherds. Or... <laughs> so you had a cage with a cell cell over top with guard dogs okay. on the outside, but they had like handlers with them. Mm-hmm. But so. Um, do you know the name of this match? Uh, can I get a year? Is it they only did this once? Yeah. Is there a? Can I get a year? Um, I can give you a year. Um, I'll tell you the opponents as well. Oh wait, so wait. Oh, I have to guess the. I have to, I have to guess the step type. Yeah, just the name of the match. Okay, the name of the match. I, I've, I'm, I've I'm, given you basically the gimmick. I'm picturing Sergeant Slaughter's involved somehow. It was Al Snow versus Big Boss Man. Okay, and there's dogs around. <laughs> um, like it was dog- either 1998 or 1999. Okay, so late 90s. Uh, I'm gonna. I want to call it like a dog pound or a dog cage, <laughs> something like that. Kind of. But I don't know why yeah. Big Boss Man is in this match. Uh, well, there's a whole storyline. So the storyline was Al Snow had this little dog called Pepper that he would bring out this little Chihuahua, and then one day Pepper went missing. So it was like a couple week long storyline. Al Snow's looking for Pepper. And then Big Boss Man takes Al Snow to some hotel room and he feeds him this meal. And then he reveals that he fed him his dog. So <laughs> he killed his dog and fed it to him. Oh, my God. Jesus. And fuck. that's that's where the dogs come in on the outside of the cage. And um, yeah. OK, OK. So the so, dog, so the winner said to win the match, you have to get over the first cage. And then you have to get through the dogs and get out the second cage. OK, so win. I think the dogs, I think the dogs is really going to be part of the name here. Um, yes, I'll say it's something to do with. Yeah, yeah I'm going to say the dogs have to be because, you know, there's a dog <laughs> in the storyline. We have like a dog. Yeah, dog pound, dog cage. Yeah. Um. Oh, what's it called when it's like. Like you know, like you picture like the rows of dogs in cages. There's like a place. <laughs> oh, um, like uh, no, not a pound. I just said that. Uh, 
not like a mm-hmm. shelter. Maybe like shelter, shelter, skelter. Oh, that that's a good that's a good potential. Let's, we're, let's keep that. Let's that's a good name. let's keep that's that uh, on the back burner because <laughs> that yeah. would if if they are looking for a stip type and uh, they're looking for something. Um, Ken, no, kennel was the word I was looking for. Like maybe like the dog, the kennel, the kennel something. Uh, I will say kennel is in the word. No way. The, no way. Oh, my yes. God. I'm so close. I'm so <laughs> you, close. I was, I was rooting for you on that kennel. I'm so close. Kennel. kennel. And by the way, no, Shelter Skelter. <laughs> let's, let's shelter Skelter is a great name. If they ever bring it back. Kennel. Uh, <laughs> and it's going to be uh, kennel. Wait. I'm trying to like think of another like another dumb wrestling pun that well, they could kind of make with that. So I think so we've got. I'm so close. I'm so close. I could feel it. You are close. Oh my Think God. of what else is in. So you got the dog part. Yeah. What else is involved in this? Um, no, it's not going to be. Sim- it's not going to be as silly as like kennel cage match. That doesn't <laughs> sound. Oh. It's oh my God! I, there's there's a cell around it, right? Is it called like hell in a kennel? <laughs> it's very close to that. Very okay. It's very close. Kennel in hell. <laughs> kennel in a cell. <laughs> so cool. God, fuck. Okay, <laughs> hell in a kennel in a kennel in a hell cell. Oh my god. Kennel something hell. A, the, a, like a kennel from hell. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah. god. Kennel from hell match. One time only. You can find clips. Kennel pretty, from hell. Uh, the dogs just kind of ended up like pissing and shitting and trying to help <laughs> each other. They didn't. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, pretty much. <gasps> oh, I gotta, uh, I gotta, I gotta find this clip. Like you would, ho- uh, you know, they should have got like a Hollywood dog that could you should, like you train, think they bite got trained dogs, but no, they just probably yeah. like went to the the kennel. Yeah, they're just like, I right, pick up a couple, uh, you know, German shepherds or something, whatever. Yeah, so the match was a disaster. People always shit on it if it ever gets brought up, which doesn't happen too often. Ah, that's too funny. <laughs> but it's one of those things. It's fun to get out there on the show because we may call back to it one day. We may call back to it. I want to check this out. I can't believe I got there. You got there. Yeah, once you had kennel, I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. Hell in a kennel. <laughs> the, the death row ca- for Kennel in a cell. Kennel in... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was good. Uh, yeah, Shelter Skelter coming up soon. Yeah. But... Uh, so that was my last question. You got one more for me? You know what? I'm going to forego this question because I'm looking over again and like <laughs> there's no it's it's way too <laughs> it's it's way too hard. Like I learned this information today. Yeah. Well, I'll just throw it out just for fun. I want to see. Um, the, the, it, it was going to be the hardest question. Uh, 1987. Uh, who was a part of the first War Games match? Uh, uh, yeah, it, it, it was. How many, it, how many men were there? Uh, it was. No, it was four and four. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so it'd probably be too much. Yeah, no, I, I, I think, I think I was kind of like making up quite. I also learned that uh, <laughs> the first ever War Games match, though, at the Great American Bash, was uh, uh, the Sting. Uh, no, 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 no. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, uh, the Road Warriors, Nikita Koloff and Dusty Rhodes, beat the Four Horsemen in the very first. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, it was NWA. You said. Yeah, in old, All right. in old N- NWA times. There you have it, folks. That was our uh, that was our trivia. That was a pretty that was a pretty fun round of trivia. I gotta yeah, say, fun stuff, good stuff. I gotta say, well, um, you know, trivia is over. Survivor Series is in the rear view, and I think it's about time we just gotta start off our wrestling week. Uh, let's kick it off how we always do with the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. 
It's the tweet of the week. You know, I'm always scouring on Twitter. I have I have yeah. a burner account just so I can. <laughs> <laughs> some weeks, some weeks it's easier than others. Sometimes there's, you know, if Seth Rollins or Randy Orton's having a busy week, they'll. Yeah, that's pretty much all. Uh, you know, it's you know, you know, if you, if you ever need a, a, like a pick me up of trying to find good Twitter or something, just pull up the Rand Man. He has a good Instagram account too. <laughs> oh, unrelated, uh, and I'll tell you off mic, uh, just because I think it'd be weird. I found. <laughs> I found the green shirt guy's Instagram account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, does it say anything about him? Uh, like, no, just every single one of his photos is just his posts like from his, his view. view. From yeah, the, I'll I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you his account off mic. I was super excited when I found <laughs> that. I was actually really excited. I might DM him and be like, "Hey, man, what's your story?" Yeah, I know everybody in Maybe the comments. Get him on the show. Everybody Maybe in the comments can... section are all like, "You're such a nice guy." Nice meeting you. <laughs> so I have no clue what's happened. I have no clue what's happened. Anyways, 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 uh, we're moving on. Okay. Um, this, I know. <laughs> this 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 week's uh, this week's tweet of the week um, came because came at me because it's bringing heat. It's bringing the heat. some heat this week. This uh, I think this is actually first one first time uh, tweet of the week champion. I'm just trying to look over. Yeah, well, yeah, for, well, first time tweet of the week champion. Head out to Corey Graves. Um, oh, of yeah. at yeah. WWE Graves, where Mike, you may have heard of this uh, during uh, during the War Games pay per view. Uh, Corey tweeted out, "Just for the record, guys, I know you wouldn't know it, but there's actually a WWE Hall of Famer and a former Ring of Honor champion on commentary. I'd imagine they have a lot to offer." Yeah, which was pretty stupid to begin with. <laughs> so um, yeah, no, I guess Corey Graves just pulling heat at uh, at Moro Ranello, of course, uh, one of the better commentators on the planet, I think. Yes. Uh, when it when it comes to when it comes to combat sports, uh, yeah, Did you notice? Did you feel maybe that more Moro was talking too much, or uh, you know what? I'll be no, honest. I don't ever feel like he's. I feel <laughs> never, like he's, yeah, he's great the- at what he's doing. I don't want him to ever feel like he's limited in what he can say or do because I think he has a lot more freedom than people on the main roster. And maybe that's a point of contention for Corey. He's a little jealous that Morrow can say whatever he wants, he d- make all these crazy references. No, he, he the crowd's chanting "Mama Mia." People aren't cr- chanting Corey Graves. People love <laughs> Morrow and all. Yeah, what does Corey Graves say? That uh, yeah, you know, that's enough. She says, "Shut up, Saxton." <laughs> that's all. You know what? Does. I certainly while I was watching the a- show, I did not notice. Um, no, like I didn't notice anything egregious, or I did notice the next night when Morrow Nala wasn't there, and then Michael Cole made up the fake excuse that he blew out his voice. From, Wait, uh, was was Moro Ronello supposed to be? He was supposed to be calling all the NXT matches for Survivor Series. Really? I guess yeah, it, that was the whole thing. So this was the controversy was that Corey's comment because uh, yeah, Moro Ronello has his bipolar and his depression and all those difficulties. So mm-hmm. sometimes a little thing like that could be enough to set him off. And yeah, he he couldn't do the show because of it, I guess. And oh there was God. a lot of heat on Corey Graves. Dave Meltzer <clears throat> was very pissed off about it. Pissed at Corey. Shit, I, I didn't. I didn't hear the uh, the aftermath. I just saw the tweet. Yeah, oh and uh, you know, just saying, like the tweet itself is not necessarily that malicious. But uh, as a coworker of with someone with those difficulties, Corey should kind of know better than to publicly throw him under the bus or whatever he was trying to do. Yeah, whatever he was trying to do, which is the weird part, right? Like, what do you what do you gain from that? You're literally gonna have to work with the guy the next day. Yeah, right. Presum- exactly. Presumably to like call you might those be sitting matches. beside him for some of these matches, but. Corey, Gra- yeah, Corey so Graves is bringing story. the heat. Yeah, you know, maybe heat. maybe it's maybe, no, maybe it's a total divas thing. Uh, uh, like I don't uh, know. <laughs> the moral stuff is real. So you know, we're, we're trying to get. Um, but we're back. Okay, so we're back. Um, uh, let's let's move on. Let's move on. Of course, that's <laughs> your that's there. your tweet of the week champion, Corey Graves. Way to go. Well, okay. Wait, what are you saying? <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Go go for it. I was just I, I, rock? I was just I was just moving on, of course, folks, because it yeah. is Monday night raw. Let's get raw. Let's get raw. Brand supremacy is over. You know, uh, yeah, Raw was the big loser of the night. Any any personal dis- any disputes that may have been are now maybe a little bit personal. Yeah, you know, so we're back on Raw. So let's have a town hall. Let's have a <laughs> the Raw the old Raw town hall. Of course, um, yeah, I thought only the, Shane uh, McMahon were, was allowed to host these, but apparently, well, the uh, as they're calling him the locker room leader, Seth Rollins, who the crowd is booing before he can even speak. Wait, who's calling him that? Uh, I think the commentary said, but oh. <laughs> clearly, clearly, uh, clearly they've never been in the locker room, have they? Yeah. So the crowd's booing. They start chanting CM Punk, and then Roland replies. He says, "Hey guys, I tried to get him here, but he didn't show up. He wants to sit behind a desk in L.A." So, uh, but he says, "You know, it's not about him. It's about the Raw locker room." And then he just starts going around the ring, uh, saying, "Everyone sucked last night." Uh, he calls out Randy Orton, says, "You're a weak link." So Randy walks off. Then he calls out Charlotte. Saying she was supposed to be a leader of her team and she couldn't even be the last survivor. He's like, you call yourself a flare? So she walks off. She's all pissed. He calls out AOP. Um, Eventually, he's he's losing the whole rocker room before our eyes. He calls out Rey Mysterio. Says he let us down more than anyone. So that gets the biggest heat of all. You know, he's like, I beat Brock twice this year. You couldn't even beat him with your stupid kid helping you out. With a lead and a lead pipe or something. Yeah. So he's going full on heel now. He's just leaning into it. The crowd's giving him the heat. But um, I noticed Becky Lynch wasn't out there for him to call out for losing her match, so that would have been the ultimate heat seeker. Well, yeah, that 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 would have been that would have been a little weird, you know. I guess they're still trying to play with it, you know. So, uh, Seth's turning on us. Yeah. So this fucking thank this God. Is, this is probably the best promo he's done in months because you know he's a little bitch in real life. So why not be a whiny bitch? He, yeah, he promo? he got to at least be the character that like you know that <laughs> be the person that he's acting like. Yeah. Um, so everyone everyone walks off except for Kevin Owens, who just gets in the ring and gives him a stunner. So that'll be your match for later on tonight. That's yeah, that's 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 going to be our but, main event. Yeah, I like I like what Rollins did here. Just if he's you know might as well go with it. What they didn't do with Roman Reigns, turn Rollins heel. Yeah, just just turn him. Because we want to boo him, and he's being a bitch, so let him be the bitch. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyways. Uh, the hot angle continues because backstage Rusev tries to enter the building, but then he's served with a restraining order, so he can't be here tonight. And then, the, yeah, so that leads to Bobby Lashley coming out with Lana, to, and he's taking on Titus O'Neil. But during the match, Rusev comes running through the crowd, beats up Lashley, and then the cops come out and handcuff him, but he's still able to shoulder tackle Lashley off the stage, so... Gotta get those YouTube hits. That's why they're doing it. I was gonna. Say, I was just about to say this was like the first good segment of this entire feud. It felt like, uh, you know, so it was less talking because <laughs> nobody talk was talking. Or... Yeah, the crowd. The crowd yeah. was behind Rusev, uh, Bobby Lashley. Yeah. yeah, Lashley and Lana were kept away from the microphone. Um, yes, you know, and and it kind of left a lot to go. A lot, you know, a lot to go in this feud. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, we hate the feud, but at the end of the day, people are still going to pop when Rusev finally does win. 
but when? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We need to figure this out with a table match for some reason. TLC, the, yeah, hang the divorce papers from the. Oh, above. don't say that. I don't. Don't know, say like that. that. <laughs> We're gonna get a 29-minute well, main event uh, divorce oh, papers no. <laughs> on a in a briefcase <laughs> match. Put on the pre-show. The first ladder match to ever be on the pre-show. It's still 30 minutes though, for some reason. <laughs> uh, but then we get uh, AOP are finally ready to fight. Taking on the uh, the tough opponents of Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, but no uh, tag division could always use more teams, so it's good to have AOP here. And of course, they get the easy win. Was this their first match since uh, their backstage since promos? The promos, I think so. Cool. At least on yeah the, the television. Uh, and then we get another quick match: Akira Tozawa versus Andrade. Andrade gets the easy win with his hammerlock DDT, and uh, yeah, Sankara has disappeared. He asked for his release. Which poor Catalina. She now she gets screwed more than anything. Oh man. Now she's <laughs> now she's out of a job. We don't know. We don't even we know. We don't even know who she was in the first place. It could have <laughs> just been like Io Shirai or something. I bet it was Io Shirai <laughs> now that I'm thinking about this. I don't know. That, uh, I bet it was Io, uh, Io Shirai. That Catalina had a big ass. That's all I know. Jesus Christ, right. Michael. <laughs> Back uh so AOP was gone from the dark room, so that's why Alistair Black. Uh, was able to occupy it. I think it's just one dark room. It's like a, it's like a Big Brother, you know, yeah, camera situation. Yeah. Uh, so he's back there. He cuts a promo on Buddy Murphy for knocking on his door last week, and um, yeah, his presence in the arena just tells him that he's picking a fight. So, and then we get a bit of a, a, bit of a surprise next because Matt Hardy comes out out of nowhere, and Matt, so. pulling pulling back the the clock. Yeah, he was wearing his classic Hardy gear rather than the the broken, broken gimmick. But he still had the the hair, and he was doing delete. But, anyways, Matt's back. He gets a little bit of offense in, but Buddy Murphy just hits him with a bunch of big knee strikes and picks up the win. And then Alistair Black comes out like he said he would, and he cleans Murphy's clock. And so I guess they're gonna have a little feud. Yeah, that'll be good. That'll be good. I guess we're two weeks we're two weeks into this now, so that means a feud yeah. has to happen, right? Hopefully. Um, and then we get AJ Styles taking on Humberto Carrillo for the U.S. title. But on his way to his the ring, the OC attack Humberto from behind, take him out. So then Ricochet comes out to check on him, and the OC is making fun of him, making all these superhero jokes. So Ricochet challenges AJ for the title. He says no. He only agreed to Humberto. So then Ricochet's new buddy Orton comes out. He wants a title match. Styles avoids that. Drew comes out. He wants a title shot. Rey Mysterio comes out. He also wants a piece of the action. So Styles is like, what the fuck? So Ricochet just says, all right, the four of us will fight. The winner faces you for that belt later. So Styles is like, all right, whatever. Yeah, it was it was, it was was quick enough. It was, <laughs> it was way better than them just, you know, when they throw in just, uh, you know, you'll just see a little graphic at one point in the show. And then you're like, oh, wow, there's a number one contender match for the yeah. U.S. title. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> no, having having a guy like Randy Orton competing for it makes it seem like a bit of a bigger deal. Exactly. And Rey Mysterio as well. And, and Ricochet. Anyways, and Ricochet. And Drew. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, they're there. So anyways, we go right into that match. Uh, one of my favorite parts was Drew and Randy just standing and having a chop battle, which McIntyre definitely got the better of him. Yeah, he's got they he's, so, he's got. They were like the, some of the loudest chops I've heard. Right. Like just boom, like a gunshot. <laughs> And Orton, Orton, the way Orton sold it, like he was, he was trying to hold the pain back. And then just, <laughs> he even looked at the ref. He's like, "Do you fucking see this?" <laughs> <laughs> did you see him? Did he? Did he say that? Yeah, he's like, "You see this shit?" And he like had an instant welt on his thing. But <laughs> that was awesome. Um, 
eventually Randy hits an RKO on Drew, but the OC break up the pin. So uh, back in the ring, Rey Mysterio and Ricochet go at it. Ray goes for a moonsault, which gets caught, but then he swings around, cradles up Ricochet for the three count to earn the U.S. title shot. And, uh, yeah, they're not fooling around. They just jump right into that match. AJ versus Rey Mysterio for the U.S. title. Uh, Ray's a bit weakened, so AJ dominates early on, but Ray fights back. Hits a 619, but then the ref gets knocked out. So Gallows and Anderson jump on, attack Ray. But then Orton comes out because he's a good guy now. And he takes out Gallows and Anderson. Mysterio hits a 619. Orton hits an RKO. And then Ray finishes with a frog splash just in time for the ref to recover and make the three count. So you're new. United States champion, Rey Mysterio. Our new United States champion. Always fun to see. Always, yeah, always fun, fun to match. see a belt. Fun change. match. Yeah. Yeah. It's, the crowd was hot for Ray still, and then Dominic comes out to celebrate with him. So that was a consolation prize for not winning that uh, you, WWE. It, 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 it seems funny, though, that, you, you know, Randy Orton going full babyface now. Randy Orton maybe being the reason why Rey Mysterio is the U.S. champion right now. Uh, yeah, he should have come out last night when Brock was fucking shit up. <laughs> come on, <laughs> one, one. But, uh, no, Brock would never. No, Brock would never friend. take an RKO. I bet he has that <laughs> in his fucking contract. Like out of all the out of all like the things he has, he has in his contract, one of them is like, I will never take an RKO. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Let's see the but, let's see the books. Let's see the contract, Mike. Let's see the books. I I can't. What's it? Where's I can't AC? Get that can, it, can AC Dirt get him, get him uh, get himself some hands on AC some? AC might. He's been gone for a some while. Some specific but. contractual uh, information, because I'm sure uh, I'm sure listeners would love to hear some. Uh, some we can ask some, can some ask salary that. dirt. You know. We'll try. We'll try. We'll try. We'll try. We'll try. Let's get some women's action here. We got Charlotte Flair taking on Asuka. Um, yeah, good little. Good little match. Kyrie's trying to interfere on the outside, so Flair chases her off, but then she goes back in the ring, eats that green mist from Asuka, who rolls her up and gets the win. And <laughs> I love the green mist still. And it looks great on Charlotte with that blonde hair just getting all all greenified. Like, how does the ref not notice at this point? You know, like when you know what? Well, she did. She did cover. She hit it as she pinned her. And then she got out of there quick. When the refs, when the refs always come to, they're always like both people are covered in green, and like the yeah, like, mat, the mat is covered with green. <laughs> and then he, yeah. He's like slapping his hand down on the green paint. <laughs> uh, Didn't see it. What do we think it is? Uh, it's just like some little capsule, I guess. She bites into and yeah, but it has to be like it because whatever it is, be it's like safe. You know, is it, maybe it's kind of oh, like yeah. it's like fake blood, but it's green. Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm sure it's fine. I'm just worried about Asuka, you know, like, you know, what if what if something happens? What, like she swallows? I it? don't know. I, you said it. You, <laughs> you said it, fine. not me. I think she's fine. Okay. This is they, they've, that's, this gimmick's been done before. Let's uh let's move on. Uh let's move on to the next match. You know what? This was this there was like barely any backstage shit. I felt like this whole yeah. This felt like a th- pretty smooth flowing run. Honestly, this felt very uh, like it was and almost like, like a quick almost like, like a dynamite flow of just yeah. match <clears throat> match match. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So then we got Eric Rowan taking on some jobber. Mike, the shoot is... meter is. <laughs> buzzing the these days of course eric, what's in the cage eric Rohn comes what's... down eric Rohn comes down to the ring with the what's in the cage what's in the cage of course uh yeah. of course eric Rowan takes out this kyle roberts local jobber oh, but kyle roberts yeah. i think got the closest thing to what yeah he peeked he, he snuck a peek saw under that he knows what's under there he knows what's he under saw, there. and he was scared he whatever he saw it, sh- it shocked him a bit so 
And Rowan was mad. You don't touch his cage, so he kills this poor guy and uh, leaves with. The, we still don't get to see the the creature, whatever's in you know there. Wh- whatever whatever mystery they're building. It's probably not going to go anywhere. But Mike, I think we're two or maybe three <laughs> weeks into this. Mike, what do you think's in the cage? Has you before you thought it was a rat or some sort of or some kind of creature. rodent? Um, yeah, I, I was sticking with. Sticking, I still sticking think it's with an rat and rodent. Like okay. Uh, yeah, possum, badger. I don't know, something like that. Okay, so something like that. Um. Yeah, I, 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 a, you know what? I'm sticking with. Uh, I, I, I also haven't heard any new information to make me think otherwise. I'm sticking with the sheet mask, still. And you're sticking with the mask. Sticking with the sheet mask. You don't think it's. You don't think it's something that's living. It's supposed to be living. I wanna. I wanna see. Uh, I need more. I need. I need. What if, it was, what if it was like a baby goat, and then it comes out, and we're like, oh, <laughs> it's <laughs> like a little fluffy goat. <laughs> little baby goat just jumping around, <laughs> having so much fun. Like, how about this? They open it. You see the mask. You think it's just the mask, and then the mask falls down, and then the little baby lamb or goat comes. Oh, like out. like the la- like the goat was like smaller <laughs> yeah. than the mask, and he fit yeah. in the mask. Just falls in front. Yeah, yeah. That'd be. And then it's a face turn. Everyone loves Eric Rowan from now on because <laughs> he's uh, you know, he he becomes like lamb chops play along. He does a new little. And he well, like, you know, and <laughs> when he when he was with Daniel Bryan, he was you know like the planet friendly guy, and now he's wearing yeah. like leather and shit. Like this guy, yeah. he's already turned heel. As far as I'm concerned, he well, he, lo- he loves heavy metal, so he's got to wear some. Leather. Now he's eating meat, yeah. and he's uh, whatever's in that cage. Driving his Either fucking way, Hummer. At the very least, they have us. The, we want to know. We're intrigued. Yeah, I, I yeah you know? no, I I think it's the hottest angle going right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so. the best thing since who killed Roman Reigns. <laughs> Yeah, Eric Rowan. Eric Rowan is two for two, line. baby. Two for two right now. Uh, let's get Keep on to our main on. event. Let's get its main event time. Okay. Let's stretch it yes. out. Uh, Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens. Uh, yeah, match was all right. Both men are down on the mat at one point when the AOP come down to the ring and they beat up Owens, and but they leave Rollins alone. So is this? Uh, are they in cahoots with Seth? Oh, I hope not, because that means we're going to see more of Seth. I, I want to see. I want Seth to be gone for a little bit. But at least if he's heel, it's better than what we got. I guess at least, yeah. But, That's a good point. Yes, yeah. and he does. I think at the very end, he hits Owens with a curb stomp. So he's, I don't know. And you know what? That's, it's that's, um, yeah, it's it's a bit of a bummer to have a DQ main event finish. Uh, yeah, who knows? Seth Rollins AOP. That'd be fun. You know, if you know, is it maybe push Kevin Owens as our top babyface? I guess it seems like it seems yeah, like now, he's next direct- in line, right? Yeah, the direction they're going, like he squashed. He said that NXT thing was just a one uh, one night. You know, he says Raw needs him more now than ever. It's kind of a shot at Rollins. So, yeah, Owens can be your top baby face. It was kind of direction they were going earlier this year when they randomly turned him heel for a bit, but then they turned him back. So now he's back on track. He can turn anyway, anytime. Yeah, yeah. He's he's kind of go back and forth, and he'll be all good. He'll be all good. And <laughs> there you good. have it, folks. That was our Monday Night Raw. Yep. Wasn't that fun? Wasn't that a good? Was that was a pretty good? That was a pretty good pretty episode good. of Raw. Pretty solid. Yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, it's been. Uh, you know, the the invasion was over. It was back to just being Raw. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we did we did all right. And and uh, we had a CM Punk line. So there you go. <laughs> so there you go. He set. Yeah, exactly. He addressed it. I wonder. And, I wonder. Uh, I wonder if that was a line. I'm sure. Like the, I'm sure the dirt sheets are telling us right now. But I feel like that was an ad libbed thing. I did see the dirt already. Apparently, oh, yeah? it was ad. Apparently, Vince McMahon didn't like it, but then that could also be a work within the dirt. Sometimes there's worked dirt, you know. <laughs> People put out fake leaks. Till the tilled soil, the worked yeah. dirt. 
Like when Jericho got work, that SummerSlam, when Brock Lesnar split open Randy Orton's head, he thought it was real. Nope. I mean, it was real, but he, it was a work shoot. Oh, but okay. Jericho thought it was a shoot shoot, and he pressed Brock Lesnar backstage after, got in his face. Oh, and he was like, that was unsafe, what you did? Yeah, he's like, wow, could you do that? Yeah, just split open. He's like, well, that's what I was told to do, so... Which was stupid. And then Brock's, yeah. Wow. Yeah, anyways. Weird. That's your story. But let's wrap it up with the final segment that we do. The most prestigious title on our show. The Wrestler of the Week. It's the Wrestler of the Week. Of the Week. Wrestler of the Week. Of the Week. Of the Week. The Wrestler of the Week. Of the Week. Of the Week. Wrestler It, 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 it is prestigious, you know, and as we're wrapping up, as we're rolling to the end of the year, of course, the shooties are coming up where folks at home, you will you will hear our, ta- you know, the, the official rankings of Wrestler of the Week between both Mike and myself. Uh, yes, I do, the Wrestler of the Year will be crowned. And that will also, well, well wait, is the Wrestler of the Year, like... I think we just who, pick a Wrestler of the Year. Oh, okay, it's not going to be like, a, you know, whoever you picked as Wrestler of the Week the most times. I don't know. That can be a sub. That can be a sub. The consolation. That could be another the consolation. Well, rest yeah, of the we'll figure it out. We'll, f- we'll figure it out. Come around. Either way, time. It, it could it could end up being the same. Either way. So. Uh, Mike, Learn. I'm gonna come in with my uh, with my wrestler of the week. NXT did it for me. Yeah, I think we probably have the same pick this week. Oh, I ooh, uh, that's tough. That's tough. We'll see. I don't know. You said NXT, so that's spoiling my pick a little bit. Um, I said NXT and. Uh, for the second pay-per-view in a row, going through a, going through tables from the top of a cage, uh, Adam Cole, you are my wrestler of the week. Yes, as mine as well. Um, for that crazy <coughs> bump, and then coming back and having an, uh, another another inc- another great another rival. great match. Uh, and just being being the leader and being you know there is uh, like just even watching on television the pop that he gets. Yeah, it just feels like a big deal. And we were a part of it that one time, right? Like Adam Cole yeah. is so much, such a big fucking deal for Everyone NXT. Loves him. Everyone loves saying "baby." Everyone's loving, even and he boom. elevates the rest of the men in the undisputed the era. Boom. Just by associating. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna let's give a wrestler of the week undisputed era. Uh, change Adam I'm, Cole. I'm, cha- I'm changing. I'm changing my pick, Mike. You give it to all. I'm of them? giving it to all of them. All four of all those right. guys played double duty, uh, <laughs> and in, in in all in great matches. Um, and you know, yeah. for them to have the third War Games match, they went, uh, they went uh, three for four. Only one loss on the weekend. Only one loss on the weekend. How are they doing in the uh, the War Game? Because I mean, I guess they've done three now. Did they did they win their I first one? Maybe? I think they've won one. Okay, so they're one and two now. Yeah, but who knows? That might be the last War Games match ever. I don't know. Who knows where they'll be a year from now? Oh, well, they they can't get they can't get rid of War Games. No, I mean they might not be on NXT. Oh, that's a good point. That's the, the undisputed era. Yes, no, war games should on, stick. Yeah. Well, undisputed era. But there there you, you have it. There you have it. Yeah, the U-E. that was also uh, an honorable mention for Io Shirai. She put a great performance on, and that that moonsault off the cage was awesome. See, before I picked Adam Cole, Rhea Ripley was actually my. Uh, that's another. Was actually yeah, my was actually two. my second. Um, either way, either NXT, way, NXT, really. you're fucking killing it. <laughs> You, They're killing it. I think rock. at the end of the day, Survivor Series was a success because uh, of like the brand NXT. supremacy felt like. 
if any other branded one, it wouldn't have meant anything. But NXT actually felt like it was meaningful. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and good for and that. NXT changed, uh, or yeah, it's you know it's gonna it's, it's gonna change something. That main roster. I wonder if people in the main roster, you know, are kind of scared for maybe their jobs or something <laughs> like that. Well, you, you have you have to think about it, right? Like we saw how many women were in that match. Six, I guess, supposed to be eight, but we well, saw, yeah. but we saw. You know, I wonder if there may be other women lower on the main roster who are maybe thinking to themselves like, "Oh shit, I like I could never do some of these things that these other women are doing." Yeah. Well, it's a stacked roster, mm-hmm. so watch out. It's a stacked roster. Well, folks, that's all the time we have for this week's uh, for this week's show. Remember to rate, review, like, and subscribe to the podcast on all the things: Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Google Play, wherever you listen to shows. Um, and we'll be back uh, later next week. Of course, you know. I mean, the wrestling world doesn't stop, as we know. Yeah, we'll we'll catch up with some some AEW and uh, did we talk about anything from Dynamite last week? I don't know what happened. Who knows? Oh yeah, there was the the, the, the diamond dozen battle royal. Oh yeah, we have a diamond dozen diamond. So the, the, they're gonna yeah, presented by quickly, Diamond it, Dallas Page to hand out. That's gonna happen on Wednesday. Yeah, tomorrow. So it came down to MJF and uh, who was it? Hangman Page. Uh so, yeah, and then like Wardlow showed up or something. Yeah, so MJF versus Page to get the diamond ring prize. Whatever that means, we still don't know. <laughs> we still don't quite know what it means, but uh, it's like twenty carats or something. That's what Jr. kept saying. Yeah, forty-three. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ! Forty-three. Or no, carrots. it was worth forty-three thousand dollars. Okay, well, make, something like that. Make up your mind, Jr. Anyways, so well, whatever that is, whatever that ring means, we'll 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 find out on our next. Episode. On our next episode, when we have our AEW and our NXT and all of our other action, folks. Thanks for sticking around. We'll uh, we'll see you next time. Andrew!